And here we are at Above the Pitch, and we're going to get into Game Week 22. We start off with the London Derby, West Ham versus Arsenal. A very promising-looking game from the beginning. Uh, we have mid-table West Ham going against an Arsenal that just bounced back from a Liverpool loss, uh, doing very well against Fulham. So a lot of attention was brought to, will Arsenal keep performing? Uh, will Ozil be in this game, or will he be not in uh, another important game, and how will that turn out? Uh, as we know, uh, West Ham became victorious at one nothing with the young boy of Declan Rice putting in the goal and the new signing Samir Nazri uh, giving the assist. Uh, so very interesting, I think. Being an Arsenal fan, that must have been a very bad blow having to watch that game, uh, especially a London derby. Yeah, I think it was forty-five years or something like that since they last uh, won a London derby. Some astronomical number. Um, and uh, definitely West Ham fans should be happy. You know, their team is moving in the right direction. Right. Uh, new signings. Great manager proving that he is still a top manager with this with this victory. Um, Sam Renasserdy with a good pickup, you know, after his, uh, his ban. And him showing, you know, that he can still play. Right. Um, good man management by uh, Pellegrini. And uh, Arsenal again looking inconsistent, and you know, you know, you said whether Mesut Ozil is going to play. Mm-hmm. Didn't, did not. Um, he put out a team that struggled to create chances. Uh, they didn't control the game well. You know, the Arsenal have been you know having one good game in the midfield, and then not having a game in the midfield, and then to having one and to not having one again. You now. Know, uh, a big matchup that a lot of Arsenal fans ask for is Lacazette and Aubameyang played together. Um, this isn't the first time this happened this season. Uh, I believe last time it happened, it also wasn't very successful. I mean, he's tried it out a couple of times this year, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know, he doesn't play them both through the middle. I think that might be what the problem is. He usually just has Aubameyang on the left. And then when he finally decides to put Aubameyang down the middle, that's when they start looking dangerous. Right. And then... Coming on to the other side, the other attacking side of West Ham, uh, everyone was excited to see what Arnautovic had in store, uh, being injured for a period of time. Uh, and unfortunately, he was walked off at the 71st minute again with another injury. Um, I know the transfer rumors are going crazy surrounding Arnautovic, uh, saying that uh, Gangs River Evergrande uh, have put in a bid for him. How true that is, we're not sure, but there's been a lot of strong links and... Uh, shown through different platforms that this has been an approach. Uh, are we going to lose another player to the Chinese Super League? Yeah, I don't know. It depends on whether they care or not, whether he keeps getting injured. So I think he's know. a big promise. He is. He's a good player. You know, you'd want him to stay at West Ham. West Ham definitely want him to keep him. You know, that's up to man management of uh, Pellegrini, what he wants to do, and if he can try and keep him. But yeah. if China aren't bothered by, you know, his injury, then... I mean, they don't really care. What kind of upgrade is that? It's an insane upgrade for them. Yeah, but if he's just going to sit and be injured, you might have another Gareth Bale where you're giving him tons of money and he's just not going to do anything. And, you know, in China when they had, I think it was Tevez and he was barely trying out there on the field, they actually got in his face about it, you know? Right. They paid him so much money and then he wasn't trying, you know, and now he started to try again because he is being paid a lot of money and it's not fair to the fans. Well, or... Tevez is in Buenos Aires now. Right, but when he was in China. Right, right. so... <laughs> 
Um, yeah, very disappointing display by Arsenal. Um, West Ham, they gave everything they got and they got rewarded from it. I believe this is Declan Rice's first Premier League goal. Uh, so that's a big accomplishment for the young kid. Um, you know, really promising. He's, uh, he is what, 20 years old. So good for him. Yeah, um, he's only 20. Yeah, he's only 20 years old. Oh, his birthday just came. That's right. That's right. right. His birthday just so, came. It was uh, a birthday goal. Right. <laughs> uh, Samir Nazari. You know, I saw that transfer. Thought nothing of it. You know, he's been out of the game for a long time. What kind of... What is he going to do for the team? Uh, Prove me wrong. Played well. Yeah, he's a good player. He's in the central position. Um, you know, Pellegrini knows how to play with him. So, uh, it turned out very well for them. And, you know... They didn't even need the help of uh, Felipe Anderson to put in a goal. So nope, they held on to a one nothing. They're yep. sitting at ninth now. Uh, Arsenal just keep on dropping points right when they start looking hot again. So do they ever look hot? Like hot, you have to win multiple games in a row. I don't think they do that. Uh, well, they did do that in the beginning of the season. So and you know they had they went through a hump and we were wondering if they're gonna bounce back. But so far, it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, I don't think so. He needs to figure it out. You know, they don't have any money. Yeah. Um, Apparently, they only can loan a player out in in January. You know, a club that has the most expensive tickets in England, you know, to say out loud, we can only loan a player in January, we can only get a loan, that's not good for the fans or for the board. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll see. We'll talk more about that uh, in our next podcast, uh, especially since we have Arsenal versus Chelsea over the weekend. Uh, that's going to be a big talk. And we're going to have to see how they display uh, their skills on the pitch. And if Ozil's incorporated, is Ozil going to be left out uh, during the January transfer window? We don't know. 350k a week. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll get into that a lot more in our next episode. Uh, Moving on, uh, not too much to talk about here. Liverpool-Brighton, 1-0 victory. Uh, Well-awarded penalty by Salah. Salah. Puts it on the right side. Goalie dives that way. Still goes Almost in. Almost gets it. Right. Some good chances. We had Shakiri's header. Shortest guy in the pitch with a good header mm-hmm. across the net. Just misses. Um, then we had Firmino, Wijnaldum. You know, a lot of them getting in there and almost making goal-winning chances. So, still look good. You still guys, look strong. Do you guys think that you'll have a lot of 1-0 wins by the end of the season? You, you think, know, you know, you're I, not going to be scoring as much. I think the difference between this year's Liverpool and previous years is we're able to do what championship teams need to do, and it's getting those tight results, even if it's one nothing. So I can see that we've been very good at the clean sheets so far. We have the most clean sheets. I believe we're sitting at thirteen, mm-hmm. um, and only ten goals conceded. So it's showing that we're really effective. And I think we will carry that through and, you know, keep moving on that way. So, Crystal Palace game this weekend, I could see it a 1-2-0 or two nothing game and just keep it at that. So, and, you know, that's what we need to do moving forward. So Crystal hope. Palace is a trap game, though. They could beat you. They could. But let's also talk about the fact that they played against Watford right when they we all thought they were amazing. And now they blow it again. So what's going on with Crystal Palace Association, you know? They only beat top six teams. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. They can't play at their level because they'll always be beat at their level. Yeah, I don't understand that. 
and it was a game where they didn't even score any goals, and they still had a goal. Uh, Craig Cathcart own goal, and not he, his first time scoring an own goal. Then he scored. Then he scored for his team. That's happened a lot this year, actually, with it. Uh, a player has scored in his own net, and then he'll come back and score again, for, right, for his team, right, as the next goal. Hey, good for him. Um, but it's just surprising how, you know, Watford are finally coming back up the table. They're sitting at seventh. You know, right when they were dropping lower and lower, we're like, oh well, there goes Watford. You know, they're still fighting pretty strong. They're right behind United, which is yeah, but they were never going to go relegation. No, 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 of course not. I was just wondering if they're going to keep the sixth or seventh spot. Which would be very impressive for them. I don't think so. That's going to be too difficult. Yeah, I mean, I have some hope in them. I think they can. Uh, and then you have Crystal Palace. They're just going lower and lower. I mean, they're they're four points from relegation. That's not good. Yeah, but Huddersfield isn't good right now. They're in terrible form. Um, they just... I don't think they have the team to stay up. Well... I guess what I'm trying to say is that Newcastle could, still has a good team. They can come out of relegation. you got to be careful. Yeah, Newcastle have no attacking presence, though, so until they can find a way to score more goals to run down, you know, I don't think they're going to... You know, obviously you think Benitez is going to get them out of there, you know. Yeah. But I mean, they, need, they, need, they need more goals. They need to find a way to score more goals. We also, talking about relegation, we had a relegation battle between Cardiff and Huddersfield. Ended in a stalemate 0-0. Warnock versus Wagner. Uh, End up seeing a few days later, David Wagner, mutual agreement, walked away from the club. And upsetting news, but I assume that must have been what needed to be done. Yeah, he was like the hero manager for them. You know, bringing them up into the the EPL. The Premier League for the first time. And... Like, it was a mutual agreement because they are friends, him and the manager. Uh, they are buddies. And uh, he simply told them that, you know, he, he's tired. Yeah. So, he's a good coach. Everybody knows he's a good coach. Now, he's, uh, for anyone that doesn't know much about David Wagner, he is a uh, uh, West Germany-born man, played in plenty of Bundesliga teams growing up. He also played for the United States national team. I believe about eight appearances. Um, and his coaching was Borussia Dortmund B team. And then he moved on to Huddersfield as you know his first top-tier club. And brought Huddersfield to their first ever Premier League appearance. So he's done amazing things for the club. He's brought in players like Aaron Moy. Mm-hmm. So that was his Sorry. signing. So, you know, this is a player that will stick with the club hopefully for a long time because he has a lot of, you know, good presence on the pitch. Uh, He's done a lot for the club. So, very tactical-minded player. He's also brought Chris Lowe, um, a very strong defender that's been for Huddersfield. Now, part of the issue may be both players I just named are extremely important for the squad, and they both didn't play that game. So, you know, could that have led to... A different result, possibly. Uh, obviously, they need Chris... those points against the bottom three or the bottom four. Yeah, yeah, and it's upsetting. I mean, if you're going to lose that game, what makes you think you're going to win other games? So, you know, they just didn't They didn't show up. Yeah, I think definitely Cardiff, Fulham, and Huddersfield are going to go down. I don't think Ranieri can save Fulham. Why is that? It's too late. 
Yeah. I just, you can't reconstruct in that time. All you can do now is try to motivate the players to keep going on and tr- keep trying to uh, get points wherever they can. But, you know, they just got rid of Fosu Mensa because uh, they, they, uh, they took out that loan. And they still have struggle. They still struggle in the back, you know, negative 29 goal differential. Still the worst in the league. Um, 14 points out of 22 games. You know, you don't see much help. No, I mean, that's fair. I can agree with that. You know, Ranieri is a great coach. Obviously, they're hoping that he can pull another miracle, but I'm not sure if it's possible in this case. Yeah, and you, you always count Rafa Benitez to get him out of the, re- uh, the relegation zone. You know, I could see Burnley dropping all the way down, and so- Southampton, those are the only two teams I could see kind of replacing them. The key mark for safety is what, 30, 32 points, 36 points? And then you're safe, some something like that. It's above 30. They say when you get to that point, that means you're safe. So, um... No, they're still only halfway there. They have 21 points, so I definitely don't think Burnley going to fall, because they've found, they found the ability to score again. So, I don't think... I don't think they're going down. Well, talking about finding the ability to score, they went 2-1 against Fulham, didn't score one goal. Sometimes <laughs> so, you don't need to. Sometimes you don't need to. Two own goals by Fulham. You know, just stabbing themselves in the back. <laughs> I told you. So, I mean, how are you expecting yourself to get out of you know relegation by just not even being able to... But at least they scored a goal. At least they did. Uh, three. True. At least they scored three goals. So they, we know they can score now. <laughs> they, they, the, the scoring is not their problem. Right. It's, it's just defending. scoring for themselves. It's defending. <laughs> it's defending against themselves and the other team. They have to worry about two things. Yeah, so it's pretty upsetting. Um, you know, and then the other mid-table clash, Southampton-Leicester. Leicester has been on fire. We all thought, you know, here we go. Uh, Southampton get a penalty, get a red card. I don't think Leicester have been on fire. They've been pretty good. They hate their manager. No one likes the manager, and they just appointed him. I mean, they beat Man City. They beat Everton. Two big clubs. Yeah, but I don't know. It's weird over there. They're not happy that they're winning. Not even Vardy's happy with this coach. Yeah, I mean, you know, I haven't watched Leicester the same way as, you know, uh, you have, but could they be doing... Better with a new coach, sure. I think it's too late right now. You just have to ride out the rest of the season. I mean, to go ahead and lose against Southampton? Yeah, it's pretty sad. I guess Southampton another trap game. Them and Crystal Palace. They're, they're the two teams you don't want to verse. <laughs> they just decide to randomly win. Yes, you don't want to you don't, you don't verse that. Yeah, you got them trying to be top five and then lose to bottom five. You got Fulham scoring on themselves. Watford scoring on themselves. This is why, we watch, this is why we watch the Barclays Premier League. <laughs> Uh, now moving on, uh, again, Chelsea uh, against Rafa, 2-1, you know, good result, doesn't change much, they're still out of the top three. Yeah, sweet ball from David Luiz to Pedro, it Yeah, was a nice over-the-top Gorgeous. ball, uh, William with an incredible uh, curl shot, yep. it didn't even look like a curl, it just went straight to the that side was awesome of the net, it was a really yeah. nice shot. Yeah. Um, basically... Player ability saves their team, you know, because you know everybody knows Alvaro Morata and Giroud is not going to score for them. So he went for a false nine again with okay. his arm up top. Yep. Um, just he's going to get rid Which of them. Which a lot of people don't like. He's going to get rid of them. He doesn't have a striker. They're going to get Higuain. 
Well, they did, didn't they? Not. It's not. It's not final. It's not official. Yet. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, yeah, uh, Chelsea in talks with Iguain. Now I know this is going to go through because I've never seen a club comment so much ever before. AC Milan and um, their coach. Uh, Gattuso. Gattuso. Yeah. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes <laughs> maybe shit. Um, they've been commenting all the time. You know, they keep answering the questions, and when that happens, you know that there is substance there. Obviously, yeah. if there's nothing there, what do they have to say? Uh, so they keep saying, you know, oh, I've talked to the player. We we talk face to face, or you know, it's his mm-hmm. decision. That's when you know the uh, the play was. Uh, Chelsea brought back Batshuayi, right? From Valencia. Right. Batshuayi will go to uh, AC Milan. Correct. As Higuain's replacement. Higuain will go to uh, Chelsea. Which then... would make Morata not be able to play. No, and Morata will go to Atletico. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And then Griezmann to Man United next summer. Yeah, yeah, great. All right. Maybe not the last part. It's going to happen. Get out of here. It's going to happen. Yeah, right. But he yeah, loves so David Beckham. Uh-huh. And what other way <laughs> to cherish David Beckham than to play for his favorite club? Right, right. Yeah, we're going to see about that. Maybe we'll give them Alexis Sanchez and then Griezmann will take the number 7. And that's it. That's how you secure the deal. <laughs> that's how you secure a deal right there. Damn, your dreams are coming true, huh? I mean, we might get Gareth Bale because of Brexit. Oh, here we go again. All right. It's possible. Yeah, just get everybody. Sometimes I want glass Ronaldo's bones on my coming. team. Yeah. Ronaldo, we don't want him anymore. <laughs> glass bones. <laughs> But Bale to be nice. He nice. probably he might break on the way there. He could. Maybe he comes in a box. But the the cold weather will keep him strong. Oh yeah, that's what you're hoping. See, heat melts ice. Oh okay, great. <laughs> so you really thought this one through? Yeah, I did. All right, Gareth Bale of Man United. He comes in a box. This fragile. Hundred percent. That's that's what I wanted. To come handle in. with care. You better handle him with care. He's a prized possession. Um. So yeah. So that's interesting news on uh, some transfers that are developing in order to uh, change up some of the teams. Uh, then we got the other game was Everton, right? So yeah, beating Bournemouth, who don't know how to win anymore, two zero. They just don't know what they're doing. They just they can't. It's so they're upsetting. so bad at finishing. It's really upsetting. They're really bad at finishing. Like I mean, possession. They're down so the middle. good with the ball. When it comes to that final third, they just can't score. Check this out. They both had practically down the middle possession. Mm-hmm. Everton, 15 shots. Bournemouth, 16. Bournemouth should have won that game. They can't finish. <laughs> and it's just ridiculous. I don't understand. They went for Marco Silva, though. He needed that. Do you know Bournemouth had double the shots on target? Yeah, I know. And still can't put it in. Because they can't finish. It's unbelievable. You know what other team can't finish, though? Who's that? Tottenham. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, they lost. Spurs, Man United. Yeah. Because of my team worked hard. <laughs> they did work hard. They ran the most. They've been ru- ever since Ole Gunnar's uh, appointment. They've been running the most out of every single team in the Premier League, from from second lowest to the highest. Now I have noticed a different playing style. Obviously, everybody has. Uh, that something, they attack. Something that I've noticed is they let their wingers hang up high. Yeah. Uh, so they let Rashford uh, stay up high, and that's what led to the goal. Well, Rashford's a striker. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, you know, like uh, he doesn't come back. The, the work rate the was usually now. having to yeah. come back all the way back. Yeah, uh, with Mourinho, which and they didn't do. With this play, he had a transitional play. Pogba gets the ball. He didn't even look up. He knew Rashford will be on the right wing side 
to give that through vault. Mm-hmm. And Rashford was already starting at the 50. So with his pace, you're going to outbeat them. And the touch that he put was unbelievable to bring the ball down. Yeah. And then he just puts it right across. And and that's how that's how Manchester United used to play. They used to not even look where they were going to pass because in tactics, in knowing your team, there should be a player there always. So whenever they used to play, they just give the ball across the box. There's going to be a player there to score. Right. That's how they used to play. They used to not look. Right. They didn't used to look. You should. You're supposed to be there. Because that's why you go over tactics. Right. And that's what, that's what they said. They won because of their tactics. They knew Trippier or Davies was going to give away the ball. It was Trippier again. Now, something I played close att- paid close attention to this game was Paul Pogba and his performance. Mm-hmm. I noticed he was linking up almost every play. He touched the ball almost every time. You know, even if it was um, Martial having the ball and he's dribbling forward. And then, you know, Paul Pogba is a couple feet from him. He'd still give him the ball. Right. You know, they're really utilizing him and making him, you know... The basis of the, the team. The base. Yeah, that's, yeah that's the base what, of their attacking I play. mean, you have a $90 million, $100 million player in there. You got to make the team around him. Now, changing this, are you happy with Pogba? Do you think he needs to stay? Do you think he's the future for your club? Or do you think, all right, you know, it's just a change of tactics. We can get anybody else and fill up his void. No, he's irreplaceable. Okay, that's fair. Um, you Anyone have to that build you a replace. team around him. Um, anybody I would replace? Right. Oh, we definitely need a new center back. Um, to replace who? Lindelof or Jones? Jones. Uh, that's a trick question. It's both. Lindelof has been good. <laughs> Lindelof was, you know, only nah, Lindelof has been playing good. Well, I remember when you guys signed him. I was like, uh, that is probably one of the. Worst I think we just have time. Jones, so like he can, he can just make a horrendous face for us and give a couple of cheers <laughs> if we lose. So he can crawl his way to every tackle. Uh, we need new center backs. You know, Pugba, he's here to stay. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. You base the team around him. He's going to be happy. He wants to play as the attacking player, as the uh, as the cam, essentially. Uh, he doesn't want to work on defense. That's fine. Like you can't force. Like yes, you can force a player to play defense, and he has been. Like, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to focus on it. Like he shouldn't have the mindset. Like oh, I have to get back now. Like you know, or like I have to make sure after this pass, I have to move back. Or if we lose the ball, I have to run back. Like he needs to keep more of his focus on the attacking side of the play, so he can create. Like that's why you have Matic in there. Matic shouldn't be a player who. Has to worry about getting forward to score, you know? Just hover over probably around the 40, you know, just in case you need a back pass. He should be the defensive-minded player, so Pogba doesn't have to worry about that. And you have Her- and you have Herrera as a back-to-back, uh, box-to-box. Like, you have three different midfielders, so they each have their own role. You know, and you have Smalling and Rojo... Injured. Injured. Yeah. It's like their entire career at this point. Well, Smalling doesn't get it's that Rojo's injured. entire career. Yeah, Rojo. He's literally always hurt. Yeah, it's 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 actually tragic because he's actually pretty decent. Uh, he's actually one a decent buy from Van Gaal. So why not just get rid of him? Because you just don't get rid of a player who keeps on getting injured. I mean, he's not going to help your team. I mean, when he does, he can. You need center backs, so like you know, why why trade an international superstar center back as a as a sub for? Uh, you know, maybe an older center back or a young kid who's not completely ready yet. You might as well have that still that experience. Now, there. obviously, I hate Man United. I hope they never do well on anything. But right. um, strategically speaking, if they were to improve, I think there's a lot of players you can get rid of. 
There is a lot Rojo, of players we can Smalling, get rid of. Sanchez. I wouldn't get rid of Smalling. I would get rid of Jones. I would get rid of Sanchez. Everybody wants to get rid of Smalling. I like him. I would keep him. I uh, think... Sanchez, I wouldn't get rid of until we see more of him from Ole Gunnar's side. He's I just been injured. Lu- Lukaku, possibly. I would these, get rid these of Lukaku. Are, these are good big money I would get rid of saves, Lukaku. You know? I would definitely get rid of Lukaku. Why not Sanchez? He's a waste of space. Because we haven't seen him yet on their Ole Gunnar. How long do you want? He got injured. He came back one game for Reading. He played well. And then he got injured. I mean, that's a fair point. Players, you got to give him a shot. It's a new, it's a new, it's a new boss. You got to give him a shot. Fair enough. He says he wants to play. Now, biggest news of all. What's the biggest news after the game? David de Gea. We didn't even get to talk about David de Gea. Eleven saves. That's right. We'll get into that now. Then, yeah, the man, David de Gea again. The man. That's actually Manchester United. It's David de Gea. It all starts from the bottom. It's unbelievable. He's a beast. He's the best inhumane. ever. Yeah. The best Ooh, ever. I don't know. I can't. What are you going to say about him? I don't know. I, than him? You can't just make that statement. I just made it. <laughs> oh, There's I'm no just going to agree like that. There's no... He's proven that he's an alien. That he's from out of he this world. He saved things that not even robots can save. <laughs> he's defied physics. I'd say... He defied physics. <laughs> at least since he's been playing. Best, best goalie. At that point. Then who's better than I, him? I haven't watched any of the legends to really give you... I'll tell opinion. you he's not better than Oliver Kahn right now. I'll say it. And I thought he was the best. You say he is better than Oliver Kahn? I'm 100% he's better than Oliver Kahn. See, that's Kahn. what I'm saying. I haven't watched him, so I can't tell you. Who are you going to tell me? He's better than Buffon? Hell no. Even Pogba said he's not better than Buffon. I mean, even Pogba said De Gea is better than Buffon. That's a hard statement. He made it, and then he apologized to Great, Gigi. now we lost every Italian person that's listening to this. I, I like Buffon. We right? all love him. You can't <laughs> not love the guy. He's so passionate. But De Gea is out of this world. He really is And don't give me that Casilla stuff. He had... What? Do you, what? <laughs> what? He had to play against Deportivo? What about Julio Cesar? No! 100% uh, no. I agree with Did that. Did you just bring I Julio Cesar man? <laughs> Listen, that's like when Julio Cesar inter. That's like when Sky Sports did a thing between Carries and De Gea last year. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Julio Cesar is a big deal. It's not yeah, a joke. Yeah, big deal. Yeah, he's a good goal, but he's not that good. He's not up there with the greats. Well, when you say top five go- best goalkeepers, that's like, you're never going to say Julio Cesar. And don't say Casillas. Don't even put Casillas in there either. That's you make a good argument You make a good argument with that. He I was never that. challenged. He won. How about he won this? The in the 2000s, with... 2000s, David De Gea is the best goalie. I can at least give you that. 100%. So who was before him? David Seaman. There's been a lot of great. Goalies. I understand. I Manchester United had most of them. And I have to watch them all play for you know. We had Peter just Schmeichel. giving you just like oh yeah, I heard he's oh, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, we so had Peter Schneichel. We had Van der Sar. Van der Sar had had the record for most right. clean sheets, most minutes not scored on. Right. You know, but he look at the defense he had in front of him. This is the De- like De Gea has kept Man United in a top spot. Like he didn't have a defense in front of him. Right. He literally saves the team. No, he does. Literally. Yeah. Like, his saves are goals. Like, the best team in the world is Sir Alex Ferguson. And because David, he recruited And him. David De with nobody else on the field. Right. <laughs> I mean, my favorite, my one of my favorite Sir Alex Ferguson quotes is like, I could win, I could win the Champions League with Zidane and 10 planks of wood. <laughs> is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, he said that. that was hilarious. <laughs> but yeah. seriously, like. No, but he is unbelievable. I just don't like making those crazy statements. Without yeah, but when everything. have you seen a goalie save, like, not just save a team, but win a team 
points consistently. No, yeah. And there's nothing in front of him. Yeah, he's unbelievable. There's nothing. He really is unbelievable. I can agree with you. And the goals they scored him isn't because he's in poor form. It's because our defense is so poor, they let them get into a six-yard box and get a tap-in. Right. It's not his fault. Right. It's, it's never his fault. No, it's right. like you're playing on, on Sunday League Soccer, and, you know, uh, they score on you from, like, inside the six, and there's literally nothing you can do because it's just you and him. Right. No, I so. totally understand that. I cannot argue. Um, and then to the big news that I was going to bring up. The biggest blow to the hot, Tottenham Hotspurs... And I've been saying this of why oh, we're talking they about can't Kane. be champions. Oh. Yeah, Harry Kane. Well, is that why they're not champions or is the fact that they don't buy people that well, are champions? Well, my point was that, you know, people were saying don't count Tottenham out of the race. And I even said it just as hype. I didn't really believe it. But I but, said it just as hype. But I was saying that, you know, I agree that they're an amazing team. They are. But I do count them out because right. they don't have depth. You can't sit here and tell me... But we have Lucas Mora. But we have Lamella. Sissoko and Lamella. Sissoko was having a brilliant game. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Great. I'm not saying any of these players are not good. You can't win a championship. They don't have enough X factors. With ha- with not having enough talent. Like, Harry Kane's injured. Now what? They don't have another X We're going to see Fernando Lorente? Great. No. Beth- th- Benzema Jr. Maybe they play Deli Alley as a center forward. But you see what they have to yeah, do now? right. Now they have to put people out of position... Now they have to put players that have never been good in their career. When the hell has Fernando Rente been good? He's honestly just been playing on good teams, sitting on the bench. He's I, like he's like the striker Vermalian. Yeah. I think they have three X-Factor players. Kane, Son, and Erickson. I mean, you could no, uh, you could extend that completely. You could say Lloris. You I, don't say cons- I don't consider... No, Dude, no. Dude, Lloris... Lloris is good Lloris goalie. is unbelievable. Yeah, I goal. know, I know. But I don't consider him like... Like, uh, for attacking mind, at least. A player who could score you goals. Who's an X-Factor for them? Erickson, uh, Kane, and Son. Okay. X-Factor players. Like, but, players that make a difference. But also, you know, you could argue Vertonghen makes a big difference. Right, right. But players who score goals, I'm saying. Score goals, okay. I mean, yeah. Sure. I mean, you know. Their defense, is, their defense has always been incredible. Right. Uh, Trippier's been poor this year. He's literally the reason why they lost probably four games. Um, Davies is consistent. Now... You know, we have Mora injured, Wanyama injured. Mora will be back, I think, for the next game. Dyer injured. Son's going away. Son is going uh, to Korean War the games. Asian Cup. Yeah. Um, Korean War games. You're ridiculous. <laughs> um, and then, now, terrible news. On top of this, Musa Dembele going to the Super League. Right, for 9 million. What are you doing? Nine million. I guess they sold him that cheap because of injury. But I think someone, is a really good player. Someone made a bet and was like, "Spurs, if you lose this game against Man United, no, no, they were like, I guarantee you, you can't be the worst team in the transfer history.'" And they said, "Hold my beer." Like it's that's horrible. Nine million. How do you get a a Premier League proven? That's like mid? pennies for China, right? They're like, we never bought a player so cheap. <laughs> like you mean we didn't need to dish out seventy million? You can't even sell Oliver Skip for that little, <laughs> but. You know, how do you get a Premier League proven midfielder at a time where you're trying to be in the title race and just get rid of him for nothing? They needed money for the stadium. Yeah, great. That's 100% probably why. They're ridiculous with the stadium. How about you have a good team first? Well, they need a good stadium to have a good team first. Yeah, is that what it is? It's a turf. Fans are the profit. Yeah. Well, That's what Arsenal do. No, but I, no one knows where know, the money went. All jokes aside, though, it, it's just frustrating because... 
Kane's going to be out until March. It's such a promising team. And Kane's going to be out till March. And, you know, let me let me say this. Like, I love the fact that they don't make a lot of signings because that's how soccer should be played. Right. Football should be played. Where you develop your players. But that's, and, the, that's the problem we have nowadays. And, and, and that's remarkable. You know, you handpick your players, you stick with them, you develop them, they become amazing. That's exactly what anybody, any true fan, that's exactly what they should want. They shouldn't want you to go buy out your top, your your eleven, your starting eleven, and that's great. But there has to be a balance. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't have that anymore. If you're in the top six of the EPL, who really wins trophies, so if you're Man United, Man City, Chelsea, and now we'll go with Liverpool and Arsenal. No, not Liverpool. No, not Liverpool. So we're gonna go with Manchester United, Man City. And Chelsea. What about them? Three teams, right? That right now have. I can't even. I don't even want to count Man United because they have young kids. But we'll say with Mourinho, right? You know, after Sir Alex Ferguson, we need trophies, right? Yeah. So what the board wants, what fan wants, fans want, is for their team to be back up top, winning trophies immediately. Right. Especially that's what the board wants. That's what that's what the right, owners that's fair. Want. That's why you didn't include Liverpool. I get that. Yeah. So you have Tottenham, a team that doesn't win anything ever, right? From from and I, I listen to I listen to uh, ESPN caught outside, there's a Tottenham fan in there. You know, we have Antonio, a friend of ours who's a Tottenham fan. They go from the beginning of the year to Tottenham are gonna win the league to Ah, oh, it's alright, we'll get Champions League. And that's why they're not th- those fans can be like that mm-hmm. because they don't expect more see secretly they want more right and they express it but when it gets down to the end they're happy with fourth place right they're happy with being in the top 6 or getting that getting that Europa League Champions League ball right and that's why they can have teams like that you go to Chelsea a team that i think no footballer should ever go uh-huh. Because they just buy players and try to win the league every single time, and there's no there's no foundation, there's no youth for them. You literally just buy and you play to win. Right. Uh, you they can do that because, um, you know they don't have to worry about young players. All the young players they leave, they leave. Yeah. They they go off loan and they go to another club. You know, and I mean even look at Man City. They bought their team and and Pep Guardiola said it. I bought my team. He said it. I've spent so much money on this team. But this is the team I need to win. He said it. Right. He said it on Sky Sports. He said it uh, on on the internet so many times. Right. And you have you know, Man City players, young kids, really good, who are leaving, going to Germany, going to other play, other teams, and going to Spain. Diaz, right? Right. And they're all really good players, and it's like, why didn't they get the shot? And Man City have maybe one or two players now that center back with that weird last name, and they got Foden, who play. Right. You know, I, you know, Manchester United with Mourinho, they bought all these players. They bought, spent so much money on these players. But, you know, they still have Lingard. They still have Rashford. They still have the young kids who play. So, okay, credit to them for trying to mix both, you know, without a sporting director. But, you know, they want, they want trophies immediately. All fair points. I agree with all of them. Um, I, of course, I'd love, to, I'd love to have a Tottenham team. You know, I'd love to have a 92 team of Man United again. You know, but then, you, you know, you have to watch your team suffer for a couple of years. Yeah. Which is okay. 
Well, it should be okay to watch your team suffer. And here's and that's why I'm okay with Man United being where they are right now. And here's the thing. Uh, one of the points I'm trying to make is that I know what it's like to be a developing team. Right, Liverpool. Ever since I've been watching Liverpool, right. it's been like that. You know, right. you'll go in and you'll be like, oh, you know, I really want to win this. But when you come up short, you're always like, oh, well, that was pretty good. You know? Right. I don't expect that with my team. Right. Right. And but now you're feeling it. You're feeling it, Mr. Krabs. Oh, I'm feeling it. You want it. a little more. It. You I'm want ready. the more. I'm ready. So, yeah, see? Because <laughs> you have to spend 30 years with nothing. Right. But listen, um, with Spurs, it, it just frustrates me how it's, in a sense, an easy easy concept, easy answer, easy fix. It's just get players that can Buy support. somebody. Get somebody. I always said they can't win because Harry Kane is so pivotal to that team that if he gets injured, now what? He's the Harry Kane team. Now what? I feel bad for Eric. So if you if you invested in a player over the summer that was a credible striker that could take his place, then you know you'd be safe again. You just put him in, and he'll give you the goals. Maybe even put both of them together. I mean, what kind of strike force would that be? And obviously, you can't get the biggest players in the world. Um, maybe they can. I don't know. But the way they do with their transfers, you can't. But let's just say something like, imagine they got a Cardi, per se. You know, imagine him on that team. Now you have a Cardi and Kane. You have options. One gets injured, you have the other. You make a uh, 4 three, three. Yeah, but Cardi's not going to sit. I, I'm, I'm, no, but I'm just simply saying, you know, like a, a big caliber striker that would be behind them. It would make a big difference. Like Batuai. Batuai, sure. Why didn't they go get Defoe? Why didn't think, they loan out Defoe? I, th- I think it's because he's old now. They Yeah, but they got the rent. They sit in the bench. I know, but they're already so bad with their money. You want them to spend it on the... <laughs> L- loan, loan, loan. Yeah. Someone... Now they got nothing. They have no bargaining to. They have no leverage. No nothing. They literally lost their two best strikers at the same time. Or and imagine now, this. Or imagine this. Uh, like Arnautovic type player. Yeah. If he was at Spurs, maybe good so, idea. Or or Wilfred Zaha type player. Someone who's coming from mid table that can play in multiple positions and that would be happy with. But you know who they're gonna get? Chris Wood. Yeah, they'll from, get Ashley Barnes next year. Right. Well, that's the problem, though. You know, if they got one of those players, it would be a bit different. If you had Wilfred Zaha... Shane Austin. <laughs> oh, God. Please stop. I don't know what the hell you're saying. Oh, no. It's Shane, it's Long. Shane Long and Charlie, Charlie Austin. Austin. You put them together. Great. You know, they play for the same team. It might as well be the same player. <laughs> so, you know, if they had Wilfred Zaha, for instance, at this point, you wouldn't be scared. I hope not. But I'm just saying, at this point, you wouldn't be scared. Well, you would because he's not scoring at the moment. But put him in... <laughs> well, that's a whole different story about Crystal Palace. But, you know... We won't exhaust this too much, but, you know, that's that's where it is right now. It's unfortunate. I like Spurs. I want them to be successful. They're like, they're just a couple steps they're away. They're just Tottenham. But they're just a couple steps away from really being extremely, extremely But how many times are we going to say that? Every year. Because they just don't do it. Okay, but it's not our fault. They're not just some steps I'm not, away. They're I'm not apologizing. They're massively, they're massively... Far away from being a top one team, that winning championship team. How many times is this going to be a little bit away? What do you just you, because there's always just what that, you a baby that doesn't grow and you can't get the bottle? Like it's I don't just because there's always that one last step left, and they just decide they bought there. a stadium instead. Right, that's what I'm saying. They have one step left. If I was supposed to, you know, I'd leave. Just come to Man United. You know, know what? we don't even need you. 
Well, we don't even need you. Okay, yeah, he can't hear you. <laughs> so, so that ends that talk. So Harry Kane's out. It's gonna be really yeah. Man United won condom zero. Yo, none of you counted us in. <laughs> and then ending off the, the only thing we're gonna count you guys out of is the top three. Okay, See you around. Yeah, great. Uh, counting off the week was Man City Wolves 3 nothing. Wow, couldn't guess Yay. that one. Couldn't guess that <laughs> Thanks one. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Uh, Another own goal, Connor Cody. All right. Hey, De Bruyne played this game. I think they had uh, bets this year. Who can get the most own goals? Cathcart, I think, good... has two. Cathcart's doing great. I don't know how many own goals he has, <laughs> but I think he has a couple. <laughs> so, yeah, really interesting. So, um, not too many big games this week. Uh, but there's a lot going on in the January transfer window. A lot of people coming in and out. Uh, you know, injury worries now. So Just for Tottenham. <laughs> well, West Ham. Yeah, they'd be all right. So, they got Chicharito on the bench. When, you're, great. when your bench is better than Tottenham's. <laughs> oh, gosh. West Ham could be fighting up there. They got a good team. All right, here we go. With West and Ham. a good manager. <laughs> I could see them getting Europa League this season. I hope they get Europa League this season. That'd be awesome. They have a great team. They have a good team. They do. They haven't even used Yarmolenko this whole season, basically, until he he had scored, like, what, two goals and he got injured the next game? Yeah. We'll see how They could have a great team. I can't wait for next season. Um, I can't wait. Just just to let you guys know, we are also planning to have some guests come on the show, um, you know, supporters of different clubs to... Give us some more insight. Um, hopefully soon we'll be seeing, we'll be having one of our friends, uh, Arsenal fan, uh, give us some of his thoughts on what's been going on. We have a lot of questions about transfers, about how they're playing. We're going to be doing this after the Chelsea game. Where's the Arsenal money at? <laughs> We're going to do this after the Chelsea game. So we have, you know, some really good substance to talk about. Um, you know, hopefully we can have someone, you know, from each major team, Spurs, Chelsea. Yeah, that'd we'll be have nice. some other Man United. So uh, we'll get back to you guys on that, and we're looking forward to our next episode. Uh, Thank you, everyone, and this was Above the Pitch.